Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio. It's a Tuesday morning. It's kind of a beauty contest. I don't even know sometimes while we talk about it, whether it's baseball or football, but there is such a thing as the power rankings. The first official power rankings are out for the regular season. But again, records don't really mean a whole lot right now. Do you know, they? you bring up a very interesting question. Why do we talk about it? That's a good point. I, I do it because I think you want me to talk about it. Well, that's why I put it on the notes. <laughs> the real reason I'm just doing is, what the old at, man wants at, me to. At, at the real reason is there's nothing else to talk about. Yeah, well, and that's kind of, you know, it's interesting because a buddy of mine, he likes to uh, throw around the chocolate chips a little bit when it comes to <clears throat> gambling. But I, right now, it's such a lull. I mean, you don't really, the only thing you can do is like futures in football. You could do a little bit of college football stuff for that, but... That's there's it's kind of a lull right now. Um, NBA playoffs. Well, yeah, but but right, but in the very the very immediate future right now, it's it's kind of well. Eh. In a sense, it's not certainly not as impacting as it is in football, where you have something going on practically every day, and and baseball. If you really feel like you want to put chocolate chips on baseball games, which I think is folly, but be that as it may, the hey, real quick, did you, have you ever put any? Because uh, we just had the Masters, and I got me thinking. Did you you ever put any money on golf? You know who I picked? Who? John Rom. You did. Mm-hmm. But did I put any chocolate chips on him? No, I did not. <laughs> you would have been a uh, that that was sure. I mean, because he was four back, and that that's crazy. Kepka screwed himself, but but that's a whole other thing. I just didn't know. I didn't know gambling on golf was so common that it, it is. I'm you always just think football, basketball, baseball, stuff like that. Mike, suppose now let's just uh, moving ahead of the future. Now another month or two, if this issue ever does come to a vote in the Missouri Legislature in the Senate, what if it passes? What do you think happens? We get a lot of tax money, dude. Big time. No, 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 no. Over and above that. How about your audience and your people involved? I'll tell you, it will skyrocket. Absolutely skyrocket in Missouri if it's made legal. People won't go to Kansas. They won't go to Arkansas. They won't go where it is legal. They'll stay right here where it's legal. And I think that's very, very important in terms of tax money, which is supposedly directed toward education. You can't beat that. No, and we, the teachers need every penny they can get. So back to track. Uh, what about the power rankings well, in baseball? again, it's like National Football League. Yeah. They don't really mean a thing. It's an indication of how teams are doing. And in Major League Baseball, it's an indication of how you started the season. And there's no team in Major League Baseball that has started the season any better than the Tampa Bay Rays. They have opened the season with 10 straight victories. First time since 1987 that a team has gone 10-0 to start it out. Hey, this team, they fly under the radar every year. They're not a big money team, and yet they're in the playoffs because they have a wonderful organization that helps uh, put together a really extremely good level of talent. And the Tampa Bay Rays are it. They're 10-0. They beat the Boston Red Sox last night, won nothing. Ten straight victories. They are the number one team. The New York Yankees are second. The Atlanta Braves are third. Now, keep in mind, there are 30 teams, 30 teams in Major League Baseball. They're the top three, Tampa Bay, the Yankees, and the Braves. What What about the Cardinals? Well, they're below the midpoint. They're 16 of the 30 teams, so that's one below the halfway point. That's where they're ranked 16th, and the Royals are 27th. And the Cardinals, when you take a look at what they have done, their pitching has just been bad, in all honesty. Here you have Jack Flaherty, who has an earn run, get this, this is, this is an astounding stat, an earn run average of 1.80. Folks, that's outstanding. That's Bob Gibson-like. That is Cy Young-like, 1.80. But he also has 13 walks and 7 strikeouts. 
just the opposite of the way it's supposed to be, and there's your key. That's what's happened. So the Cardinals pitching staff, like last night's game, they simply could not get anything going, and as a result, they're 16th of the 30 teams involved. So, indeed, it's it's uh, in the early season, a bit of an anomaly, but it does give you an indication of how teams are starting. Uh, last night at band practice, we were talking about a situation, and I said, you know, sometimes in the professional world, in a, in a business, or even in a sports team, if you have a toxic situation, whether it's in the office or in the locker room, the best thing you can do is to cut that toxic stuff out because toxicity breeds toxicity. Now let's talk about Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> it would have been interesting to see him as a Kansas City Chief in the locker room. I would have been for it if they would have gotten him on the Juju deal. One year, what, eight, nine million dollars? It's incentives and stuff, but not 15 out the gate. I can't believe the Ravens did They that. know what they're doing from a monetary standpoint, but the, what you just brought up in the previous statement about the toxicity, you would think, well, why are they bringing this guy in? He is toxic. It may be totally reverse because they don't have, they being the Baltimore Ravens, a good situation with their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, who wants out of there. And he still is a very valuable part of their franchise. Nothing's happened yet, but it just so happens that Beckham and Jackson have a fairly close relationship. Maybe he is being brought in to mend that relationship. He's still, I'm not going to say a great receiver, but he is still certainly an adequate receiver. Oh, hell yeah. And he, he would help. And it may be that Jackson calms down now and says, hey, maybe the Baltimore office is starting to do some things that are positive. Maybe I'll just stick around and, and play a little bit. I'm wondering if that wasn't why he was brought in as a healing process. We'll find out, but uh, Odell Beckham is a Baltimore Raven now. I don't see a lot of teams clamoring for Jackson, though, in the meantime. No. Either, so no. that's uh, kind of telling as well. Last but not least, uh, tonight and the rest of the week, it's the NBA play-in round for the playoffs. This is, uh, the, uh, this is the third year now for the NBA playoffs. Or play-ins, I should say. And what they've done is given the bottom teams, not, not necessarily the last place teams, but the teams that are right on the cusp of making the playoffs, 7 through 10 in the seedings, given them a chance to succeed and maybe maybe pull off a miracle somewhere along the line. So the way it works is they see the teams 7, 8, 9, and 10. 7 plays 8, 9 plays 10. And they do it over two nights. It'll be tonight and tomorrow night. 7 and 8, the winner continues right into the playoffs. They don't have to play anymore this week. They go right into the playoffs. The loser gets another chance against the winner of 9 versus 10. The loser of 9 versus 10 is out. Tonight, it's the Atlanta Hawks at the Miami Heat and the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Los Angeles Lakers. That's the fascinating matchup because the Timberwolves will not have their star player, Rudy Gobert. He is out for one game. Why is he out? Because in Sunday's season finale, Mike, on TV and in the team huddle, he took a swing at one of his own players. And you don't do something like that, gang. I don't know what went, what their argument was or whatever, but one of his own players, yeah, he's turned down, smacked him in the arm and in the shoulder, actually. And the NBA says you're out one game, which will be tonight. So we did talk about the Cardinals in Denver yesterday, and it really came down to the pitching or lack thereof. Yeah, Stephen Matz got the start last night, and he was not real good. He wasn't poor, but he wasn't very good. Uh, Matz gave up six runs, nine hits, over five and two-thirds innings. Colorado is really just a ho-hum team. They're not very good. They beat the Cardinals last night 7-4. to four. And they did it with really solid hitting. Their starting pitcher, Hermon Marquez, 
only went five innings, and he held the Cardinals to only three hits, but he was also injured and had to leave the game. So as a result, Colorado had to rely on their 13 hits, and they won 7-4. Paul Goldschmidt did have a couple of hits for the Cardinals. Jordan Walker continued his hitting streak. It's now at 10, 10 in a row. But the Cardinals offense simply just couldn't come together. They only had six hits last night and a 7-4 win for the Colorado Rockies. Not the way to continue that three-game series, which continues tonight at a course field. But, hey, it is what it is. Cardinals are 3-7. and seven. Start to start rallying now and get better. Same thing with the Royals, man. You know? Same thing with the Royals. They just simply can't seem to get a level of consistency, and therein lies the problem. Played the Texas Rangers last night. That's their training camp partner. And the Texas Rangers win it by a score of 11-2. to Now, Zach Greinke got the start for the, car, for the Royals last night and did pitch pretty well. He left the game after uh, five innings, gave up three runs, six hits. All right, that's uh, certainly commendable. You're still in the ballgame. But in comes a former Missouri State Bear in relief, Dylan Coleman, and he simply couldn't find the plate. Walked four batters, gave up six runs on two hits. Well, come on, you can't have that. And as a result, the Rangers win by a score of 11-2. They're big gun. They have two of them, Corey Seager, the former Dodger, and a guy named Abdalas Garcia. Sound familiar? Sure, he played down here and then with the St. Louis Cardinals. He had four RBIs last night. Rangers win by a score of 11-2 over the Royals. They'll play again tonight. Last but not least, uh, tonight's game at Hammonds Field should be a classic. So get out there. It's going to be gorgeous, man. If it's anything like yesterday, perfect day for baseball. Should be. And that's that's really good news for both teams. It's the Bears versus the Tigers. Missouri State versus Mizzou. And it's always, always a lot of fun because it's one of the very rare times in the course of an athletic season that the two schools get together. Why that's the case, I don't know. They're both Division One, but... Whatever, for whatever reason, it doesn't happen. Does twice in baseball. They play tonight, and they play again a week from tonight in Columbia. During the course of this series, and it goes back a number of years to 61 games, it is the Bears who have the edge 31 to 30. 31 wins to 30 for Missouri. And Missouri State's home advantage over the Missouri Tigers is, uh, I think it's 8 to to 5, something like that. But whatever the uh, situation is, the Bears have an advantage. Missouri State can hit the ball. Their pitching hasn't been very good. Missouri comes in with a record of 20-11, and 11, but they're 4-8 and eight in the Southeastern Conference and got lost two out of three to Vanderbilt. Well, that's, <laughs> that's no slouch. Vanderbilt's a former national champion, and that happened in Columbia this weekend. So we'll see what happens when these two state rivals get together, and it should be very interesting. The Bears and the Missouri Tigers tonight, 6.30, Hammonds Field. Always a lot of fun. And I'm sure you're going to be there, oh, yes, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's a Tuesday night. What else you got going on? <laughs> well, there's always something. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. With you, there is always something. Ned, you have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow.